Hello, my name is Matt Brown, and I would like to share with you the most amazing podcast. Hello, it is Matt again, and we will have so many productive conversations. It has so many awesome guests. There really is something here for everyone. It will brighten you up. And with that, let me say, let's start the show. Words should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interest. Perhaps... Fate that today is the 4th of July, and you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live, to exist. And should we win the day, The 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. What is going on? It's Thursday, March 11th, 2021 and I am so happy you are here to join us and tune in for a show that will be memorable, that will be talked about, that will have quite the impact. Before we get into that, just some reminders. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube, and please leave us a review. Don't forget to check us out on social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at ProdConvoPod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. Check us out in the beautiful world of social media. Don't forget to also check out our brand new website, ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com, and you can check out all our exclusive content regarding the Productive Conversations podcast you can check out all the videos we have all the podcasts we feature and my blogs and if you're interested to see my resume and if anyone wants to provide future opportunities for me or the show you can check that all out on the productive conversations podcast.com website and also on that website you can see our merchandise store Thanks to our friends at Zazzle for making it possible. But our merchandise store features all amazing apparel, all amazing office supplies. We have stationary items. We have a lot of miscellaneous things. We have so many hidden gems on the Productive Conversations podcast merchandise store. And we thank our friends at Zazzle for making it possible. And you can go to that store by either clicking on the link below in the episode description on podcasting platforms and YouTube or go to ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com slash merchandise and check out the great store we have. And also check out our YouTube page. Go to 
type in Matt Brown or Productive Conversations Podcast and check out our new video highlights. Each show has video highlights on our Instagram page and social media, and we're also transferring them to YouTube. So go to the YouTube page, type in Productive Conversations Podcast. Check out my YouTube page at Matt Brown, and it will have all the other exclusive content. Next to our full episodes and interviews, we also have video highlights from now on regarding this incredible show. So a lot of great things are happening. A lot of fun is taking place. And we are just so happy you are here tuning in and making this show possible. The greatest fans and listeners in the world. But how are we doing on this beautiful mid-spring day? The clocks are changing. Daylight savings time is this Saturday. So we're going to have light for a long time. It's not going to get dark until 5 p.m. until November. So now some warm weather is coming. Some good vibes are taking place. More people are getting administered for vaccines. My father got his first vaccine earlier this week. I'm so proud of him doing his part to end this pandemic. My mother's fully vaccinated. And I came, my grandma in North Carolina is fully vaccinated. And I'm just so happy and proud to see my family doing their part, my friends, and all of you, because this pandemic is going to end before we know it. We have a lot of life to celebrate and time to make up. So continue to do your part. Get vaccinated once you can and socially distance until then. And we got a lot of fun in store. And what else is going on, everybody? My University of Hartford, my alma mater, is playing this Saturday at 11 a.m. on ESPN2, I believe, against UMass Lowell for the American East Conference Championship on this amazing week of conference championships throughout the NCAA. And we've surely missed March Madness because we couldn't have it last year because, you know, the pandemic. But... We're back a year later. We made it to the American East Championship last season, but COVID ruined our chance to win that bid once and for all. The University of Hartford's men's basketball team has never made the NCAA March Madness Tournament for Division I. They have never been in the big dance. They've been eligible since 1984 and never got there. They were as close... They were really close in 2008. They lost to Vermont, and they made it. They clinched a chance to be in the champion, American East Championship last season, but COVID canceled that game, and they weren't able to make history. But now they have the chance to make history, upsetting Vermont last week, who's had many NCAA tournament bids, and now they have a chance to finally make some noise and bring some joy to the U-Heart community. I will be watching with some buddies of mine from U-Heart this Saturday at 11 a.m. I believe the game is on ESPN too, but you know if you have ESPN Plus, you'll be able to find it. But I know for a fact that the game's on ESPN. And yeah, words can't describe how hyped and proud I am of my school and my team and my school's team. Congratulations to Coach Gallagher for making them go this far. And we'll be rooting for you. We'll be watching early Saturday morning. And then Selection Sunday follows this Sunday. Yeah, it's this Sunday. We're going to have a March Madness Tournament uh, preview show. It's going to be on aired next Thursday, a week from today. Looks like I'm going to bring back... Jacob Plunger to the show as long as he doesn't flake, which I don't expect him to. But Jacob Plunger and me are going to go over NCAA, the NCAA tournament. Uh, we have a little pool going on as we do every year for March Madness. Have some buddies in and see if we can win and have see who has the best bracket. 
It's just going to be feel so good to fill out a bracket after two years. And yeah, words can't describe how hyped I am for March Madness. UConn is doing well again. UConn's back for both men and women. Duke is having a season like no other big average, which is not normal for Duke Blue Devils, who are always there as a top contender. But they're holding on a thread. And as we're recording this, trying to win an HCC championship to guarantee them a spot in the NCAA tournament. And if they don't, well, Coach K has some adjusting to do. They might even be playing in a play-in tournament. But, wow, March Madness basketball is really back. And some other great headlines. The University of Illinois has been making some strides. Jawan Howard becoming Coach of the Year and bringing Michigan as one of the top contenders in the country. My first sister really dropped the ball saying he's going to be awful. And, like I said, he's the Coach of the Year in the Big Ten. And, you know, it's just, I just, I'm just so hyped, and I have a lot more to talk about with March Madness next Thursday. But all in all, let's go, you Hartmans. Let's take it. Let's beat you, Mass Lowell, and let's have something to celebrate. And let's see them clinch their first ever NCAA Division One March Madness tournament, and also for the first time win the American East Conference in men's basketball. So, so much great things ahead. Baseball spring training is going on as planned we have Zach Britton hurt on the Yankees hopefully he makes a recovery and be back by Memorial Day with the chip in his elbow the NFL draft is about a month away we're now hitting the second half of the NBA season now Brooklyn Nets have Blake Griffin add on to their stacked lineup the Knicks are playing for a playoff spot so New York basketball is all set we have a lot of things going uh, the Mets are being the Mets doing fine Nothing, no major news to really report there. And, yeah, we also have hockey while the Rangers are being pretty average. The Islanders are first place in the Eastern Conference by the time we're recording this. So, yeah, it's a good time for New York sports. We have more things opening up. I'm going to try to get to a game, NBA game, go back to the Garden for the first time in many years to see my Knicks play. And restaurants opening up. Weather's getting warmer. We're, we're getting there. We're getting to the finish line. We could cross it. And we just have so many great times ahead, my friends. I am so hyped. And I saw Coming to America. It was okay. I love the first Coming to America I a lot. Coming to America was awesome in the sense of seeing the cast together and it stacked, one of the most stacked casts of all time. From people returning like Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, John Amos, and then we have so many great newcomers in this show. Classic veterans, whether you're, you know, Leslie Jones, Tracy Morgan. There's so many people I can name. It's such a fun movie with plenty of laughs, but, you know, pretty formulaic screenplay pretty formulaic sequel and you know it it is what it is and all in all i did enjoy the movie and that's what's most important we also have the royal wedding i mean i could care less what's going on there you know i do feel for megan markle i trust her word when she said she was under so much distress that she didn't know she could live on I'm very thankful and glad that she's still with us. And we always have to support people who are searching for help. Always need to listen. Always need to show that they aren't alone. But besides that, I I know the 
the, this took the world by storm. They, uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry and Oprah stuff. But man, we're we could be obsessed with more important things. But just hope everybody's safe. It's a shame to hear that there's someone in the royal family who was concerned about the color of the skin of their baby. And I mean, that's just god awful. I really hope that some men's and some things could be fixed in that and the person who thinks those horrible thoughts I really hope they reflect on what they thought you're supposed to love your family for who they are not because of how they look but because of who they are and I hope justice is served in one way or the other in the sense that they realize how god awful of a statement and thought that is and maybe they can change it up but hey it's been quite the time it's been quite the week. I have new equipment now. I'm doing this podcast with my new mic stands. And it's like a little crane. It's pretty interesting. We did it for the first time with the company's interview. Don't forget to check that out uh, from our podcast on Monday the 8th. The company, Productive Conversation number 54 with Alex King and Famo. But yeah, I have new equipment. We're just going to keep grinding. We're going to keep moving. And we're going to keep informing, entertaining, inspiring you, the greatest audience in the world. So having said all that, my guest today is a really special one. My new friend, Ty Hart, has joined me on the Productive Conversations podcast. We talk about her going from New Orleans to New York City. We talk about her dancing career. We talk about cheat meals, trying to understand dating in New York City. We also talk about her OnlyFans account and her experience with OnlyFans. So we've seen recently, since OnlyFans launched a few years ago, it is a paid subscription website that helps people present content that they want to sell to the world. And what's been really popular because of OnlyFans is the rise of doing adult-oriented content on OnlyFans. You know, some people say it's just another, it's subscribed porn, but other people think it's just a way to present content in a sexualized manner. But either or, content is content. Content creators are king and queen and whatever they want to do with it. And OnlyFans is helping break the stigma of sex work, making it more mainstream, making it more interesting, and also giving empowerment for the people involved in creating the content, especially people who are sex workers creating content for the masses having a hustle, having a small business, and earning their worth in creating adult content. And we talk about that with Ty. We talk about where the finance has been taking her as she's a few months into this. And it's just really interesting. I had a great time getting to know Ty. She's wonderful. She has a lot of great things to say. And she brings a good vibe. And we're going to learn a lot about her starting now. Learn about everything from her OnlyFans experience and how she grew to the person she is today. And we are in for a treat. So having said all of that, Ty Hart, it's your turn. Let's get to it.
podcasts I've done, but there haven't been, or I should say, I'm excited for everyone, a single one of them. But this one in particular, I was really, really excited for. We're in for a treat. As I'm getting to know her, this amazing, this amazing audience will as well. But from early reviews from people who know her, she's one hell of a person and so intriguing to talk to. And I have nothing but excitement to get to know each other and have the audience get to know her as well. But having said all that, I have the great Ty Hart on the Productive Conversations podcast today. Good morning, Ty. What's going on? Thank you so much for joining me. Like I said, I'm really excited for this. Good morning. Good morning. Um, thank you for having me. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure, Ty. Thank you for coming on. So as I said, let's get to know each other and know all your interests and all fun things. So right off the bat, Ty, tell me, how are you doing and how's your 2021 started? Uh, this year, um, <laughs> the past year, this year has actually been good. I, I feel like there's lots, there's lots to like, there's lots of optimism coming mm-hmm. in 2021. Um, lots to look forward to new strains of COVID. <laughs> um, uh, you know, all that good stuff. Um, no, but it, it, honestly, it has been a good year so far. I know we're only like two months in. Um, but it, it's looking, it's looking up compared to last year. Tell me about it. I mean, (laughs) this, this time last year, we really didn't know what was going to happen. We'd even get to this point, right? Oh my God. (laughs) And I know you live in New York. You live in Manhattan, Uh Manhattan, right? And could you talk to me how, like, those early months of the pandemic were to now, like, how have you been able to managing through it and overcoming all those obstacles? Yo, Manhattan was scary. Manhattan was like a scary place to be. Um, especially in the early months, you know, people, people definitely in some sections, I feel like Manhattan is, is so large. It, it's not really big, but like it's, it's vast in the, in the, in the ways that, different communities within Manhattan, like respond to different Mm -hmm. things that are happening. Like with this, I mean, downtown cleared out like so quick. I remember like late March going downtown because it was my ex-boyfriend's birthday and I was going to get him like coffee beans and a coffee mug. Like we had just started dating. Mm -hmm. So I was going to get something like really casual from this nice coffee place that I used to go to. And like, getting down there man I don't even remember how I got down there because I don't think I was taking the subway or maybe I was I <laughs> there was definitely a point where you know people were afraid to get on the subway I was certainly afraid to get on the subway um so yeah I, I went down there on like like 14th street it was mm-hmm. it was bleak it was empty like middle of the day on like a weekend or something crazy like that and no one, no one was out. Oh yeah. Tell me about it. I mean, it's, it's insane. Who would have thought we get to this point, but luckily that seems so long ago and we are getting some strides in. We have the vaccine. Thanks to our friends at who the amazing people of the sign in the science community and the healthcare, most of all pushing Damn. us through. Um, it looks like we're on track 
to get to semi-normal summer. I know the mask might still be a thing, but at least sure. like yesterday, they are allowing um, fans and sports games like in Madison Square Garden and Barclays Center. Hopefully, I saw that. As those numbers keep going, we can lead that to Broadway shows coming back. That'll be a huge day once the Broadway community returns. Like I felt that was the moment like this, like we're here back to stay. And, um, you know, in other shows and museum, more museums opening and and everything else, it's nice to slowly have, you know, people coming back and stuff. Yeah, I went to I went to the Whitney last weekend and I went to the MoMA last weekend, like oddly twice which is more than i've ever gone since i lived here <laughs> so i like i for some reason I, i've been going on museum dates the weather was like really bad last weekend and so we were like how do we get inside um and not at a restaurant yeah so I was like, guess we're going to the <laughs> to the moma again <laughs> Hey, it was always good. The good views, a good try. It's to always enhance people's likes. I'd like to think. Oh um, yeah, yeah, I love, I love the MoMA. Absolutely, I, yeah. I went to the Whitney for the first time. It was really good. Such a beautiful view of the end of the Hudson, right there. Absolutely, yeah, it's stunning. You know, one thing I used to do, well, like one of the things I used to do on like first Tinder or Hinge dates was walk the High Line. Like I've oh, only hell did- yeah. I did it only a few times and two out of three, they were great. And one wound up being a relationship and I, you know, the end of it is always the Whitney there. So <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you in Manhattan too? No, I'm not, but I was a commuter for five years prior. I'm based in uh, Norwalk, Connecticut. So I'm about 45 minutes to an hour and away, okay. but still come as many times as I can. Um, yeah. I was often a couch hopper. And as I created this show to help give me opportunities to move back and move back for good, or just mm-hmm. keeps driving and tasting as much as I can. And if you guys have anything fun to do, I'm always down. <laughs> and any reason to come to the city and also just enhance uh, what we got and show the world. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so tell to me more. Let's talk more New York City. Where in. Um, so where exactly in Manhattan do you live? I'm in Harlem. I'm I'm oh. on Broadway in like 136. Oh, beautiful area. Beautiful area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really nice up here. So how did you move from uh, get to New York City? Did you grow up in New York? Did you um, grow outside of it? Are you just like me striving and uh, made the dream come true? What brought <laughs> you to New York City? Well, you know, I, I grew up with Owen. I grew up with Owen and uh, who, you know, um, yeah. I grew up in New Orleans. Oh, OK, cool. Um, yeah, yeah, we grew up out there. We went to high school together. Um, I I sort of always knew that I was going to live in New York. Yeah, so I say that, and I I don't know I don't know when I knew it, but I I was always a performer. I was like studying and studying dance and and theater and things like that. And so I I guess it always it was either like pushed on me or, or, or I just like adopted this idea that like, that was the place to go if I, if I wanted to work in my field. Mm -hmm. So, and I was always really serious about it. So I was like, yeah, of course I'm going to live in New York. Um, so I, uh, I did, I did school, school in Pittsburgh for four years. Mm -hmm. That was cool. Um, and then I wound up, 
eventually I wound up here. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. How long have you been in New York since? I got here. I got here in uh, November of 2016. All right. So almost um, pushing five years in November. Congratulations. Days, I know, I know. <laughs> days before before he who shall not be named got elected. Mm-hmm. Um, which was which was like an electric time to be in the city, definitely. Oh yes. Dumb agent orange. Yeah. Stays away. <laughs> yeah, funny you say that. I was interning in that fall, fall 2016. I was interning at CNN actually. And yes. Yeah. And I remember that day vividly when he got elected. It was it, first of all. So I my schedule was was Monday, Wednesday, was Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So obviously election uh-huh. Tuesday didn't go to work, voted and everything. Then find out what happened. I remember I was hanging out with my friends like what in the morning. I was like, man, I have to get up at six to go. <laughs> but uh, when I wake up. I voted for Hillary. We're going to have our first woman president. We're going to have some new vibes. We're going to uh, have a new era. Then I got the text. One of the texts I'll never forget in my life. My friend Oscar says, or sorry, my friend Ryan said, holy shit, he fucking did it. And just, (laughs) man. And I, (laughs) I remember I was on my, I, I, do my own phone plan now, but I was on my parents' phone plan and I killed my data for the month because I need to hear first. I'm a big Howard Stern fan and I heard his reactions the other day and that killed my data for the month. But I just <laughs> just had a I needed something to I was very shocked and uncomfortable with the result. So I needed to hear something to it was comforting. Oh, yeah. That was the first thing to mind. And then it rained that day. It, it was I remember it rained hard oh. and it was just such such it was just so sad. Like it was a quiet, the subway was quiet. My train was, I'd go from the sh- shuttle Grand Central to one train and uptown to their Columbus circle at the time. I think now they moved uh-huh. to a Hudson Yards, but yeah, it, it was just, it felt like a killed vibe and, and like, it felt like everybody died. Like it was lost a family member, sadly. And if you literally, yeah. If you've been to a club of circular, you know where the there's a Trump International Hotel. So that was all barricaded off and and stuff. <laughs> War zone yeah. mode. And so at CNN, they had a big celebration. You know, that's two years of coverage for everybody involved. So they had this big gourmet breakfast for everyone, like oh, gourmet shit. bacon, eggs and cheeses, Belgian waffles, mimosas. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and all, and you know what happened was people just took their took these exotic foods, sat in their groups, and just talked, and Damn. that was the vibe. And as you were moving uh, amongst this too, I <laughs> asked me some time, but luckily there's some changes. There have been changes coming. We have a new administration in, and you know yeah. whether you are for or against it, I think it's time for a change, especially the vibe wise politics aside and uh certainly months in and hopefully once the warm weather comes to we're all in a better mood so what a time <laughs> what a time man that's so funny you said it was it, it rained that day and i i'm i'm like you know like pictures pictures of 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 that day you know that memory it definitely was raining it was like drizzling out yeah mm-hmm. we went and like marched on trump tower that night <laughs> so good <laughs> no way that's badass too oh and yeah yeah so, so glad he's just permanently banned and 
We can start a road to recovery, even if it's a long one. At least we're stepping in the right direction. I want to forget about it. Absolutely. Well, why don't we forget about it with other positive New York City vibe story? So you like you like the museums, obviously part of the theater community. What other thing like the special New York things and East Coast things that you particularly love, Ty? Are you someone who loves to see those? like New York in the fall is is spectacular or spectacular. like the, the millions of pizza places you could go or other. <laughs> I mean, any cuisine, really. Uh, what other New York things do you particularly like? I, I, I like, I mentioned it earlier, just the, the, uh, that you don't have to go very far for the vibe to be completely different. Oh yeah. You know, as far as like the neighborhoods go, like we're given like a little, like, uh, like in the Heights, like Latino Mm -hmm. vibe out here, like, and then Harlem is kind of different from that. And, and then mm, Upper West Side, Upper East Side, totally different. Like it's it's so it's crazy. <laughs> Definitely. What do you I understand? This answer might change because it changes for me. Could you tell me just some of your favorite places to eat in New York? Oh shit! Like so, for me, I could start off. I love this place called the Nugget Spot. I love getting my cows in. <laughs> yeah, right in the East Village. It's just oh, I mean. I love my nuggets and, you know, I do, I do try, but I, I would say relatively well, but I'll have, I'll sacrifice a cheat day every day to get those nuggets. Oh yeah. <laughs> even if I don't, even if they are, you know, I say, even though they're maybe expensive, it's quality over quantity. You know, that's how I look at it. Absolutely. That, um, again, have you ever been to, uh, uh, what's it called? Have you ever been to Wohop city? Wohop City. I'm not, but I love that name. What is Wohop City? <laughs> Wohop City is like your classic, like giant menu Chinese restaurant, oh. like very, you know, like American Chinese food. Yeah. <laughs> so good. But the thing about Wohop City is they have this, like, you like go down to the like lower level seating, which I'm sure mm-hmm. you can't do right now. And all the walls like floor to ceiling are these like paneled mirrors so it's oh, really okay. trippy and like you've got you really, really see yourself <laughs> bright fluorescent lighting i don't know why that is but i know that it's at wohop city great oh. chinese food too all right. I love me some orange chicken in particular. So Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take you up on finding that place. And I, I can remember Wallop City because my dad grew up in Co-op City in the Bronx. <laughs> so that's how I'll remember that. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a particular pizza? Are you a pizza fan? Are you like Dave Portnoy from Barstool jumping around? Do you have a <laughs> from all the pizza places in New York? That was good. Um, <laughs> I... I don't think I'm like a pizza, like a, like aficionado. I'm not like, I'm not going around like, Oh, this pizza is really good. That pizza is really good. I do know that mm-hmm. I could get, you know, dollar pizza here. That's, that's better than anywhere I've ever had it before. You know? Oh yes. You know, like cheap pizza is good in New York. <laughs> you know, with, with, Here's my thing. I, I do agree. If you get a great 99 cent slice, go for it. Um, but you but you know, it's tough. I I once had a 
trouble moment. I had 99 cent slices and I got really sick the next day. And it's <laughs> always been tough for me to pick out the right ones. Cause I know they're out there, but you're scarred. I'm scarred. I am you're scarred. Okay. It's, it, That's okay. I could trust a two bros pizza. That's fine. But sure. I just don't want to hit the wrong 99 cent slice. Cause it was just didn't even have any, <laughs> just 99 cent slices. So yeah. Yeah. No name. <laughs> that's how i know that's lessons learned on that um, yeah. but pizza person i mean sorry but chinese person or chinese food person love it Give oh yeah asian food all day i mean vietnamese food chinese food japanese food. i mean like sushi pho, thai food let's go i didn't have sushi and thai food till two years ago not <laughs> once what I know. I just, I just, I used to be the pickiest eater, Ty. Um, and it was honestly, I, I was dating one of my exes, so I dated in the Upper East Side, just because, just sure. convinced me to try it. And I had my calamari temporal. Look at and you. I, and I like these places, especially uh, in New York, that are bring your own wine. So you know, you're out with somebody, you bring. Oh it yeah. In the and. Um, yeah, so that's why I need to open my horizons, and you can't get nuggets all the time, so you'll just look <laughs> silly too. But I'm more Listen, open to it now. So New York City is a perfect place for that. Besides the food, the desserts. Uh-oh. I love me, whether it's a Carlos Bakery, if you could get in, if you could somehow get in line, <laughs> or willing to wait the forty minutes, uh, <laughs> or. There's this exotic milkshake place I'm still trying to try. They even have adult milkshakes. What about you, oh, Ty? Oh yeah. Tell us some underrated hidden gem <laughs> dessert place that you can bless us I'm, with. <laughs> I'm gonna be really boring. I like. <laughs> I, I I haven't done any, any of the like Instagrammable <laughs> dessert, <laughs> dessert experiences that there are, but I know they're out there. It's like the cronut and like. All of the the milkshakes, <laughs> like the crazy milkshakes that you see that have like sprinkles on the side of the glass and like all this crazy shit. Um, <laughs> dough, dough is that place that had like lines around the corner oh, um, wow. for a really long time. And then milk bar, milk bar is kind of become a staple. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's also really good? Big gay ice cream. Big gay ice cream is so good. I don't care if I pay $9 for a thing this big. It is fantastic. <laughs> and they sell their shit in pints, too. So yeah. you don't have to go there to get it. <laughs> uh, I miss... I'm, I really, you, I'm sorry, you say? I'm sorry. Um, I, I'll, I'll just inhale ice cream. So I, I don't like <laughs> to eat it a lot because I'm like, this is going to go to waste. So I'm just going to like breathe this in and then it's going to be fun. <laughs> You're enjoying it vicariously, even in this (laughs) shamrock shake season. I can appreciate it. Ooh, is the shamrock shake out right now? Yeah, I saw Uh, it. I passed. Well, I passed McDonald's with it, and uh, uh, as I should probably inhale more of these things. (laughs) But um, life is short. Can I say thank you? See, somebody gets me. Absolutely. Eat more dessert. See. It's not so bad. I feel like some people are almost afraid to admit they just love that sweet tooth in a time where nutrition is key. And, you know, of course, like I used to be a much bigger person and I 
God hated calling being called fat. So I had to change that diet except for the nuggets, but, um, and just work out like a maniac. (laughs) And, but I still, I feel like some people are afraid to admit they just love it. It's not nothing wrong with just cheat meals and stuff. Like, don't you agree with that? And, and, and enjoying other cuisines. Absolutely. I'm, I'm a, I'm like the number one proponent of giving in to your guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm a bad influence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're around me and you know, you want, you want to indulge in something, I'm going to, I'm going to cheer you on, which is probably not always a good thing, but <laughs> like get that dessert. <laughs> what's that saying do as i say do the half of what i say. do everything i say or half of what i do yeah it's a little wrong in those lines but <laughs> something like that <laughs> you'd probably be a cool mom with that if you keep that energy up. i will i, I would be a cool mom <laughs> I, I plan on it <laughs> i love it i love it so we did new york talking cheat meals and stuff like that I'd love to hear more about you as a performer. As you mentioned, you went to school for the arts part of the theater community. What have you been up to as we, even though it's been a, a challenging time for the theater community, what have you, and, but now as we seeing things slowly uh, changing for the better and we're getting more audiences in there, tell me what you, um, your past experience as a performer, like what have you done in the past, whether from dance, as you mentioned, or acting or musicals? Tell me about that side of you as an actor. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I studied I studied musical theater and dance in New Orleans at the New Orleans Center for Creative Arts. All right. It's a really cool institution. There's nothing really like it around in the South. Like people will come from like an hour two hours away, you know, um, to get, to get the training that, that, that they have at this school. It's, it's really, it's crazy, but it's, it's such a good thing that it exists. Um, and it's state funded and, uh, studied there. What's up? I was just saying, can't complain there. Can't complain with that. Yeah. Um, so, um, I feel like I got a pretty solid education there. I moved on to Point Park University in Pittsburgh, or study dance, um, did that for four years. Um, and then after I moved here, I, I, I made a few contacts along the way, like getting here, Mm -hmm. that's kind of a whole different story. I I like volunteered on organic farms for eight months. Um, (laughs) volunteer on organic farm (laughs) in 2016, like a, a couple of different ones. And I was just sort of like, like bopping around the state in my like hoopty that was like definitely waiting to break down on me <laughs> and eventually did break down on me once I got to New York. Thank God. Um, just in time. Just in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, I met, I met someone who would later get me like my first or, or would lead me to, to the gig that I had for about three years when I got here, um, I danced with a company called Christina Noel and the creature, um, right. part of the creature for, like I said, three years. Um, they're a dance company first, definitely. Um, 
it's dance theater though. So I, I got to use my background in like acting and, and singing, um, really, really heavily in the, it, it helped a lot in that company. Um, we, we made everything, you know, ourselves, like we, we would, we would make the work, whether that be the movement, the vocals, like we made songs, we made jokes that we were like a dance company that was also a band. <laughs> oh yes. I love nothing beats when you see like heavy, like by heavy, I mean, just like heavy, good amount of powerful band and you could just dance along to it that's why i love like watching super bowl halftime shows and and Hell yeah uh, and um like what's the word i'm looking for uh you know if you hear a number and everybody in the mob dances in it like the mob of people yeah yeah i don't want to say mob mob rush but because that's definitely not the word but anyways i just love seeing that i just love seeing great choreography and a lot of music <laughs> Hell yeah. So yeah, I, I got, I was fortunate enough to work with them for three years and I decided to take a break and, and try to develop some, some other physical skills. That's just sort of how I word it. Um, but I was training in aerial silks. Um, I was taking a couple classes at a pole studio. So I was like doing pole dancing. Um, nice, nice. So I was, I was like, just, just entering those, those worlds. And then COVID hit. Mm, the COVID moment. Uh, COVID it's, moment. Uh, like my COVID moment, I was just like, my, my forte here was doing TV production. And also I worked a little bit in theater too. I was, did a theater casting company. And so I've oh, been yeah. in dance auditions, had to have your red and green, red and blue cards and seeing <laughs> resumes. Yeah. I, I, you know, I actually love casting process. I, I love that patience. I'm the person who would do the 10, 10 hours and to see people. Cause I just, I'm just a sucker for talent and, and like seeing the next per, um, big star out of that. So it's cool to be on that side of the table. Oh yes. And I've also done yeah. uh, reality TV casting too. And that was my latest job with that. Yo, that's really fucking cool. Thank you. Thank you. So that project, you know, as, um, similar for what you as a dancer and actor, a lot of freelance work, copy for project to project, uh, yeah. did both the staying on the corporate long-term full-time jobs and also done the freelance work. And, um, hence also coming back to that in the way I do that here is this podcast. And also just, it's not only just a career thing, but I just love, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Anyways, just talking with interesting people such as yourself and showing my listeners are great people and it's a great way to show my creativity, but also just my passion of great conversations and stuff for my yeah. career and life. So having said all that, finished the, I finished um, my project. So just was unemployed and was uh, just yeah. interviewing for jobs at the time. And I interviewed for two, once I went deep into interview processes for one was a major late night talk show in New York. And then one was a, uh, another production company and then COVID hit. I remember, I just, I remember my interview was down in West village and I, and I said to my interviewer, all oh, this coronavirus, hope it doesn't come here. And I said that too. Shouldn't have said that. So uh, I uh, crazy. Yeah, that basically what happened. I was just pretty down in the pretty much down in the dumps for a good six months until September. And I 
just had this passion because I did a radio internship. I used to intern at Sirius XM Radio, and uh, oh, I just cool. took everything I learned from there and and made this this opportunity out of it. And now, as I interview for jobs again and getting back in New York, because that's all I really care about, I've just been using this as my bridge to make it happen. That's that's so cool. I love that you're like. I- this is such a cool thing to do with your, your time and your experience. Like just, you're basically just like putting people on, which is like, you know, that's the coolest thing ever. Absolutely. And it's, I've just been very lucky to have a generous curiosity. I'm able to talk with people from all over the plate, all over worlds with different backgrounds and, and backgrounds and worlds and stuff like that. And it's just, I've been very blessed to have that opportunity to do that. And like I said, it's, it's, convenient that it's is enhancing my career but i just i mean i'm doing it for free and i just love doing it for it's my hobby as well and doing that and just talking with interesting people so thank you for those kind words and (laughs) so more of the things with the dancing i'm gonna just ask some like like really practical ty what is your favorite song to dance to or, or a few of them whether it's from whether it's from a show, whether it's a jazz number, whether it's just some hip hop song or or pop star, like just what are some of your favorite songs to dance to? Like me, I would say the Cut and I Joe, or or <laughs> or I'll also go with I'll go with Gasolina Daddy Yankee, Daddy Yankee's Gasolina, or Bad Bunny Safaera. Ooh, anything Bad Bunny. Oh, yes. You want to know stuff that I was Anything. this close from seeing Bad Bunny on SNL. Um, I got the standby Yo. ticket, but we didn't get in. So um, Damn. hopefully next time. I love yeah, Bad Bunny next time, definitely. That's um, that's funny. Yeah, definitely anything Bad Bunny. Um, I like I like I'm thinking I'm thinking back to a time when you could dance inside. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like, you know, I really like when, when somebody who, somebody who knows what they're doing as far as like partner dancing and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. somebody who knows what they're doing, like grabs you and wants to dance with you. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's the best. I, I work at this coffee shop sometimes and we have this guy in the kitchen, his name's Adaris and he's a sweetheart. He's worked there for years. Um, and funny enough we were playing some bad bunny and of course he he started like teaching me like bachata and like so we were like doing bachata like behind the counter it was (laughs) it was great little moments like that where it's like you're like communicating through through your bodies and like that that's 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 everything to me that's what's really cool about certain cultures that really enhance dance too, whether especially like Caribbean cultures and stuff like that. It, mm-hmm. it, it is a way to communicate and storytell. And like, that's my thing, talent and storytelling in sports. Like that's what gets me up in the morning. And that's yeah. where I can show that with um, this podcast too. And uh, understanding, appreciating that just makes everything better and more fun. The first, the first person to ever teach me theater, just, I mean, Owen too. Owen, um, Oh, he's very talented. He, it he, was, he, yeah. he was the um, he was the head of our, our department and he uh, almost every every, you know, lecture, every sit down, every like pre-show 
talk he had with us, he would bring up, he just drilled it into us that like, what we're here to do is, is tell a story. That's, that's, that is the, that's the penultimate thing. Like nothing else matters. Tell the fucking story. And, (laughs) and you've done your job. Yes. That's the best part of life, honestly. And that's something that universally, even through different languages, uh, we all, we all just want a story at the end of the day and the chair. We've it. been doing it since the beginning of time. Yes. Tell, telling each other stories. <laughs> oh, yes. And that's what the best part of this podcast is, is telling those stories. Yeah. Um, but favorite, God, favorite songs to dance to. Like I said, Bad Bunny. Definitely. Um, favorite song to dance to. I love, a, okay, honestly, I love a line dance. I know that's cheesy. <laughs> But like, hey. I do, I do love a line dance. Um, I support it too. We bounce around and it's fun. Like if you see people like Madison Square Park one day, just <laughs> the conga line or whatever, or at a wedding. Like, at a wedding, yeah. Weddings, weddings are the best because of line dances. <laughs> you know what the funniest thing? And the open bar. Oh my God. <laughs> I cannot wait. The open bar. I want to get into drinks at one point too. But um. <laughs> You know what the funniest, most awkward situation I've seen is um, it's not that awkward, but it's still funny. But so wedding reception, everyone's there. You got, you know, you have the uh, two partners family there and everybody's going crazy. And I remember so bride and groom and I guess they were really feeling themselves in the and the bride was just feeling it and she just started riding the cheeks of her new husband and i just remember the bridesmaid screaming no 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 your grandma's right there (laughs) i love it everybody's like you're uninhibited as you would be like in the club like your whole family's there too that that'd be i'd be a hard self (laughs) that'd be awkward too but just just the one time and then everywhere else go go crazy. Yeah, yeah. You get one. You get one day to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! Can I ask you one thing, Ty? And I'm very interested in this. Oh, thank you, thank you. So we've seen a really awesome rise of the OnlyFans movement, and you, Ty, are part of that. Part of it. So. First I'm of a all, bandwagon only fans girl. Fuck it. Whether it's you or we just seen Eric Andre join, it's been a good time to um it's been a good time to see people wanting to get a hustle. We're starting to break stigmas of sex work. We're starting to make this mainstream for good reasons. So Ty, you're part of OnlyFans. You have an OnlyFans. Feel free to plug it. As well, for anyone interested in wanting to see the great work Ty does over there. But tell me, Ty, uh, why OnlyFans? You said you just bet you're on the bandwagon, but why did you join this movement of OnlyFans? So first of all, you can find me at OnlyFans.com slash Heart of Ty, H-A-R-T-O-F-T-A-I. Um, I think it's like $7.99, nothing. Uh, why we all start somewhere yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) um i honestly out of boredom not like Mm -hmm. i i i really was and it was it was getting to me like like emotionally and 
and uh like spiritually you know uh, just the the like the monotony of of having nothing to do really like i i work one day a week at this coffee shop i work out sometimes in my room you know because it's freezing cold outside mm-hmm. i think i started it in late november so it had just started to get cold out and going outside for no reason really became less of a thing. Like the, when the weather is nice, you can do that in New York and there's, there's always something to do. You're always going to run into somebody on the street. I, I know like a lot of people in the neighborhood. Um, so yeah, honestly, it sounds lame, but like out of sheer boredom, I, I was like, let, let's just like, see what this is all about. Like I'm, I'm on, I'm on all these dating apps and, and I, I get a lot of attention, whether it's for being trans or, or whatever. Like I, mm-hmm. I know that I get a lot of attention on dating apps. And so I was just like, hey, why not charge for it? Like, yeah, <laughs> I think it's important to point it out that this is a, just a way, a fair consensual way to, you know, Beat the boredom, as you said. And also, it's it's a tough time for people to get money out here. And let's be okay. real. No matter what your orientation is, except if you're asexual, everyone likes sex one way or the other. Hell yeah. So all the professions. Yeah. So, you know, go back to the Bible. There was prostitution as early as um, in Jesus's time. Yeah. And. I think it's really cool now, despite that people made it so taboo, whether it's higher ups and communications and censoring and stuff. And as whether it's the rise from social media or just more mainstream stories to use that part of life that everybody connects to one way or the other. And most importantly, do it a connection in a consensual, loving way. It's it's time to have people like you show off their stories. And we've seen examples of people putting themselves out there, whether in the adult industry or what, and people are getting taken advantage, especially women. And it's this is a great way now with OnlyFans to say, like, hey, it's okay to feel this way. It's okay to have that empowerment. And you know, this is just me from the sidelines cheering on and seeing this cool thing and just another way of storytelling. So basically tying this all together. Could you talk to me about the empowerment that OnlyFans gives you and helps gives other people in your situation and, and uh, during this movement of the rise of OnlyFans and making it more mainstream, what is that empowerment it gives you particularly hot tie? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like as, I feel like as a, as a, as a woman, you are a lot of times like you move through the world in a way that is like generally at the mercy of men but just i mean the the patriarchy you know like like everything everything you do is touched by the like male gaze you know Mm -hmm. um and so to to make this to to have this platform and really, really to, to, to open a bit, it's, it's like I opened a business. Yeah. It's like I opened a small business. Um, so to, to, to take what is, what is just already within you and this thing that is, is being taken advantage of otherwise, you know, and, and put, whether it be a, a subscription price on it or, uh, just like you, you're just owning it. You know, 
you're owning what what is already there, what is already in some senses being taken advantage of by people, by men. Um, and and you're saying like like no, like I'm I'm not gonna be taken advantage of, like pay up, but 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 really pay up like that respect me, yeah. you know? Like that's really what that means. Um so yeah, it 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 it's it's really cool. It feels really good to <laughs> um to not just just feel like to not just feel like thrown to the wind, you know, like, uh, like I'm out here and this is, this is who I am, but like, I can, I can reclaim some of it, um, and benefit from it. Oh, what a great answer. And I appreciate you sharing that and, and showing the, the most, the, the, that's the coolest part is this is you as a human being showing your worth and showing that people can appreciate and respect you. Of course, there's going to be assholes out there and fuck them. They're losers and won't get recognized. But this is an awesome moment for people like you and people have done well with their OnlyFans. Like I have this fact, right? There is a girl named Kaylin Ward. She raised a million dollars during the wild bush fires of Australia. She used that as a charitable cause. And like we said, People are willing to pay for it and enjoy it. And and this is just your way of showing entertainment and um, just your way of just showing entertainment and empowerment. And I just think Absolutely. that's a really cool way in getting, again, earning your hustle and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's that's really that's really sweet. And um, that's what I really want to show my audience and others, too. OnlyFans isn't just a porn site. It isn't. It's literally not designed as that. It's a way yeah. a show <laughs> of it's a way of showing empowerment, giving people, um, giving people their way of expressing themselves and that there's a paying audience for them to enjoy them and get their fans, get their tips as well. So that's, what's really important and, and an emphasis I want to want to show with that. So, and I appreciate you being part of that and telling your story with that. And right. I just really appreciate you, Ty, for, for, for um, sharing that, that part. Oh, thank you, Matt. <laughs> You're welcome. And if you don't mind me asking, you don't have to give an exact number, but you probably get a good amount of money from it, right? And I mean, again, it's your business with with the finances, but if you don't mind just giving like a range or like whether it's a certain amount of figures and stuff like that, like do you mind saying how much can uh, someone can earn um, from doing OnlyFans? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I... I guess just to give you a better idea of, because I feel like there are there are lots of levels. Like raising a million dollars is totally a thing that's out there, and you can do it. Um, but I feel like your your average person, or wait, let me just speak for me, because I, I can yeah. really only speak for me. Um, I feel like I I put an average amount of effort into it. There's. Yeah. That, and that's the other thing that I think people maybe realize, but don't register right away that it's so much work. Like yeah. I didn't have, I didn't have a Twitter before this, before November of last year. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what Reddit was <laughs> before November of last year. Now you, uh, you the once you know Reddit, you can't go back. <laughs> <laughs> I have my own discord server now. I didn't know what oh, discord yeah. was. Um, so 
it's work. It's, I mean, every day I get up and I think about what I'm going to post, you know, if you're not posting, if you're not posting daily, then, then you're losing money or you're, you're falling behind. Yeah. You Um, don't want to have your audience bored. You have to give them, you know, something to be, to subscribe and enjoy. It's a, it's a really is a 24 seven job. Um, and, 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 you know, you, you choose to opt in or opt out of it. Like mm-hmm. the, for the past two weeks, I didn't post anything, honestly, just cause I was in such a funk, um, not feeling too hot. And I, I realized and recognized that that's going to happen. I'm a human being. Yeah. Um, no but I lost a lot of money. Break. I lost a lot of subs, you know? Um, I, uh, I think I, I pay like, I pay a thousand dollars in rent a month. Um, and I, January, I, I paid my rent with earnings from OnlyFans. Look at that. So you can, as anything in this world regarding content creation or just putting in work, just have to put an effort, but you can get a good chunk of change with your talents and stuff like that. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. All right. <laughs> so again, you want to check out Ty's OnlyFans. Go to OnlyFans.com and let's search Heart of Ty. And you can check out all the great content she produces right there. <laughs> all right, let's switch up to other things, Ty. You mentioned, oh. I think it's fair to say, uh, or or you mentioned and implied that you, um, do you enjoy drinking? You love enjoying adult, adult beverages? I'm a casual drinker, yeah. Yeah, casual drinker. As I am myself. So still drinker. <laughs> yes. Drinking responsibly. Responsibly, first of all. Most of all. So <laughs> what are the things, uh, especially with New York, tell me what are some of your favorite things to drink adult-wise? Ooh. So I I went through a I went through a period in, in school and it kind of it kind of flooded over to to my first couple of years in New York where like gin and tonic was my thing. Mm. I think it was mainly because I, I realized I liked it. I'm sure like someone, someone I was with ordered it at some point and I was like, Oh, that, <laughs> that's really good. And I like citrus. I love lime, you know? Um, so gin and tonic was like my thing to order at the bar. Um, and I think it was an avoidance of just being like that girl, like, can I get a vodka soda or like a <laughs> Like a vodka cranberry, like I just I wanted to avoid that, so my go-to was was the gin and tonic. <laughs> um, and I, you know, you you get like a myriad of reactions when you're like <laughs> the white girl ordering gin. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so that that was my go-to. But I'm 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 open to tons of things. I I dated this guy recently who's really into cocktails. Um, mm. It's got like a cabinet of, of bitters and makes his own simple syrups and reductions and all this stuff. And all right. He turned me on to a few things. Do you have a favorite cocktail or what are your favorites? Like for me, I love whiskey sours. They go all day crazy. So funny. We made whiskey sours last night. Oh, do you have (laughs) any left? (laughs) (laughs) Don't <laughs> we drink them all? Um, Fair enough. <laughs> oh, favorite cocktail. I love a mojito. Mm. Citrus and mint is like such a good combo. Oh, um, yeah. Especially in the wintertime. Those are those really hit. 
love a mojito, love a mule. I've been, I've been drinking lots of hot toddies. Just you saying wintertime um, made me remember that. Oh, I have a Moscow mule story. <laughs> so, what is, so, you know, that famous drink. So I worked in this production company. It was a pain in the ass. Oh, my God. Except there, I got a few solid real friends out of it. But it was just... Um, the struggle brought you together. <laughs> exactly. I just... It was... It was... It was... Oh, my God. Uh, I, that's, that's a whole pocket itself. But every week, every month, they would do these things called whiskey nights as a Uh-oh. networking event. And I swear, I mean, they probably know better than me, but all I would just see is just people get fucked up and like annoyingly drunk. And I, <laughs> we had to clean them up and we had to, you know, make sure everything was okay. I remember this producer, she just got destroyed off Moscow mules with her little posse. What's in a mule again? Hmm. Isn't it gin? I believe so. Let me do a quick Google search. Yeah, the the official. What's in an official Moscow mule? Um, officially in a Moscow mule, it is one one half ounce of vodka, half an ounce oh. of ginger beer, and a six ounce of lime juice. Okay, I'm, pretty simple. I'm, so, I'm into that. And uh, but the thing is, she got so plastered, Ty, that she passed out in the bathroom. Oh, they no. found her passed out in the bathroom. I'm like, this is such, this is a college. That's the yeah. college story. Amateur hour. Yeah, I'm just like, and she was just so annoying all the time. <laughs> I just wish I could be TMZ and, and <laughs> to break her out. This person <laughs> passed out in the bathroom at a work event. Oh no! <laughs> and she's like a mother. I'm like, man, your kids oh, should shit. be so ashamed. So oh, she needed man. it. She needed that night. <laughs> I guess she's so. a mom. Oh my god! Fair enough. She deserved it. But if she was just nicer in her days, maybe uh, I would have supported it more. But I just found that always funny. Mm-hmm. And she just—I can just picture her with that Moscow Mule cup, pound and pound and pound it. <laughs> and then she would have us get her ice for that. And I'm like, man, this is your world. We're living here today. <laughs> That's how some people live, man. Especially in New York. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. Tell so me. About I've it. avoided. I have avoided serving in the city at all costs. Like I was a server for a little bit, and in Pittsburgh at this like hoity-toity place. I wasn't even a server. I was like a server assistant. Like I, <laughs> like I was. I was like learning how to serve. Like I said, it was. It was a really nice place. Um, but just just to see. I mean, and experience some of the stuff that that rich people think they can get away with. Like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even try it in the city. I haven't, I haven't even gone out for a serving gig. No need to if you're getting bread one way or the other. So, yeah, yeah, I just that that was something. And but besides that, I really love whiskey drinks, like the whiskey sours. Um, when I first started drinking, um. I remember I, I would I would try to seem cool and get like Zodrigs at 21. Like, oh, get me an old fashioned. And I'm like, 21. This isn't like <laughs> or something, but <laughs> like an old fashioned at like a club. Like I, That's what happened. My 21st birthday. You, do you know that? You know, the um club Slate to the Flatiron District by any chance? I've never been to Slate. It's like the best club, the best looking 
like it looks like a high end club, but anyone could really get in. You just have to get in line. It's just long. It's no still there. Either. I don't know. I'm, I'm about to Google. I, I hope so. Um, <laughs> Slate and Flatiron. So Slate NYC. According to Google, it is open. Oh, good to see. They opened nice. for today. Um, but yeah, they, you know, it's cool. So pretty much the way they set up, like you first, like at midnight, they would actually open up the room, but people were like, there's a whole floor bar with like games. You could play like big connect for Jenga or ping pong. Uh, it was a really cool setup. But anyways, uh, I went there for my 21st birthday and, uh, that was a really great time. It was really fun. And, um, <laughs> I remember I was hanging on friends. I was like, get me a bourbon. I said a bourbon. A bourbon. <laughs> but I remember it was all because someone was buying me the drink and they didn't have enough cash. And I paid for my own drink after being a few uh, drinks in already. But uh, hey, now I just, and I would order like rum and Coke. So, and then I'd learn how much sugar that gets into your blood <laughs> veins. You have really messed up. So now I'm just uh, regular person and usually the whiskey sours often but um yeah i i miss that missed out vibe Are you excited to go out again oh yeah oh my god i've been thinking so much about warm weather lately time especially i'm sure as you was too you know it's crazy I, I keep looking you know the the times has that um they have like a, a really like in-depth analysis of like the, just they're, they're keeping track of coronavirus, you know, like yep. rate of infection, de- death toll, like all that stuff. And it, it goes down to like the specific city. So whenever I'm like curious or anxious or something like that, I'll like look on, I'll, I'll look on their website and look at the one for New York City. And it, it you know, it goes all the way back to March of last year um, when they first started recording yeah. cases. Um to see how low the cases were in like June, July, August, it's insane. Like, and the, I just, I, I like look back on it and not that I didn't have a good summer. Like I, I really did. I, I went to fire Island. Like I, I had a pretty good summer, you know? Um, but you know, was super cautious the whole time and yeah probably didn't do a lot of the things that i that i now looking back like i was like oh like i probably could have done that or you know should i have maybe not like maybe that wouldn't be the most like socially Mm -hmm. conscious activity to engage in but the numbers were so low in like summer last year Um, yeah it I, i don't know what they attribute that to i don't know i don't know what what the cause of that is is it the weather i guess so many people just were outside all the time like old like let's go outside pre like social media and video games and movies and Netflix. <laughs> i feel like that must like have been a huge hands down the street like <laughs> yeah they just really were socially distanced and following and i agree with you like the summer i had a pretty good summer for what you could do but you were just sure. always you were always scared you didn't know what was around the corner you didn't want to be around an effective scared person yeah yeah and that's probably what I'm most excited for coming in this warm weather is more people get vaccinated. And right. I, that's what I just been 
more than usual, just thinking, I can't wait to just be out of here and move about. And um, like I said, most of my, I have a lot of friends in New York and like I'm out in Connecticut and it's been good enjoying what the time I've had, but it's, it's time to just get my career back. It's time to enjoy life. And even going out when I went to 30 rock this, this past weekend to be in standby, that was just so much fun. Cause this is around being around people, you know? Oh Yeah. We tested negative for COVID, so that's always a good thing, too. Nice. I'm going to go stand in line tomorrow and try to get tested. I'm also, I mean, I'm technically a restaurant worker, so I'm I'm approved for the vaccine. I just need to get online and, like, do it. All right. Well, yeah, that's a great thing to hear. We definitely yeah. have to party what you, uh, <laughs> what you get your shots in. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Before we start wrap up, you've been killing it for an hour. I really hope you've been enjoying it because I've uh, really enjoyed getting to know you and the audience. I'd love to come back. I'd love to have you come back and oh hell yeah, other things. Yes. I would love that. <laughs> Big win there. So this is fun. We, oh, I appreciate you saying that. I have had a great time too. But what are just some of the things you are? What other things are you looking forward to post pandemic life? Oh. Um, I want to work again. Yes. <laughs> I, want to dance. I want to dance again. Um, I want to dance professionally, but mm-hmm. like also just to be, and I don't, I don't know how far away we are from this, but just to like be in a club and like feel the electricity in a room full of people dancing. Yeah. Oh, it's like a drug. It's like a drug that I didn't know that I was addicted to until I couldn't have any more of it. Like it's, it's insane. Um, I really, really miss that. Uh, I want to travel. I've never been to Europe before. I want to travel so bad. I can't imagine like once travel restrictions are, are like lifted, how, (laughs) how many people are going to be traveling internationally? Like Travel is booming. Yeah. I have a cousin who was in Queens. She's a flight attendant for Delta and, you know, uh-huh. he's craving too and just seeing the empty planes and stuff. But, you know, starting to go back, hey, help my cousin's industry. I was basically what I was saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really want to travel too. I, I started when I started to make enough money travel. I did for the first time in 2019, October 2019. I went to visit my friend Brad in Los Angeles and uh, experiencing yeah. that culture. I really want to go to your hometown. I really want to go to New Orleans. Yeah, you I, have to. I'm sure you know you got a lot of love for it, but you're just you know you grew up in that environment. Just see what else is out there, and you know growing up here in the tri-state area, uh, I just want to see more of that that environment and uh as you go the famous bourbon street and uh have some jambalaya stuff like that where should i go could you suggest me some places in new orleans oh shit i haven't been there in so many years i like when i go back i'm a tourist like really yeah absolutely i like i know i think so though owen definitely grew up uptown which is like closer to the city proper and I grew up out in Metairie, um, which is like a 15 minute drive. It's the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I didn't really like grow up in the city. Um, but, I, but it was always like, yeah, that's like your area, shop, you know? Um, like, so I didn't, 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying that's like me and like being really close to New York's vicinity and stuff and with being a commuter. So I know where, where you're coming from with that. Yeah, I and we went to high school down there, like like in, you know, in, in New Orleans, like downtown New Orleans. So so I got a taste of it then. And then as soon as I as soon as I was down there, I felt like I was gone. You know, I yeah. I studied I studied in Pittsburgh and then I moved to New York. So every time I go back, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm a tourist. Mm-hmm. Different world. Yeah, I can see where different you're world. Yeah. And, and uh, well, always appreciate the vibes they give and the great reviews for Nola. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> It's a great place. Well, yeah, and especially you. I'm just excited to be amongst people again, being in a bar, a club. I can't wait to break down to Bad Bunny music. <laughs> think about this, Ty. Bad Bunny had like two albums in this pandemic that no one's really like balled out to, you know? <laughs> right. Oh my god. So it's time to it's time to uh, live it up again. And thanks to our friends again, like I said earlier in the show is just thanks to our friends in science and healthcare for getting us there. And uh, absolutely going to be all right. So last thing I want to do, Ty, before um, we say goodbye this time, but looking forward for the next time for sure, is uh, I do this thing called the Proust questionnaire, which is a 10 they're not rapid fire, but they're short but deep questions where it's just a very, uh, again, like I said, they're deep, but, you know, you just really, really find out about people with this. And I would just <laughs> love to uh, you to be part of this. And I'm really, really interested for what you got to say. All right. Let's go. Rapid fire. Let's do it. So my <laughs> first question for you, Ty, what is your favorite word? Uh, fuck. <laughs> I love Definitely. it. You could use it in so many different ways. <laughs> it's like it's every part of speech, I think. It is a noun, an adjective, <laughs> a verb. It's it all. Yeah. <laughs> What's your least favorite word? Um, um <laughs> work. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first one there. I figured that would be more popular, but <laughs> there is there is a cringiness when you people say that <laughs> low key and high key. Yeah. So my third question is not necessarily a sexual question. If you want it to be, that's fine. But this is more Probably. of just <laughs> and I've asked this if people have said sex. So, you know what? <laughs> Power to everybody. And uh Basically, my question is, and this is just more of a life question, but again, answer it however you want. But what turned you on into this world? Ooh, what turns me on in the world? Um, uh, uh, meeting people, meeting new people, uh-huh. like connections. Oh yes, great, yeah. great answer. You know, I feel like there's like a like an a, a, an unspoken like can't put your finger on it type of thing when you meet somebody new that like either you like automatically like them or automatically don't mm-hmm. not to say that you have to go with that or that you should go with that but like what what is that thing nobody i feel like nobody that's like an unexplained thing it's like when they say everybody is a stranger until you talk to them 
every a friend was once a stranger at one point. So some relationships, people were strangers. And uh, it's funny you say that, too, because I was talking with someone on the podcast. We were talking about more like when relationships don't work out. And it's crazy how some mm-hmm. people make such an impact on you. And like years before in years before you didn't even know they existed. But you also know that there's someone else. If even if it didn't work out, that's even better out there for you. Like times 10. Crazy. It's crazy. So. I'd surely believe that. And we're going to find our bays to tie. I know. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you could take my idea for the, uh, if you want to do the uh, Highline walk. <laughs> Especially with this weather. It's so nice in New York today, by the way. Oh, yes. It's stunning over here, too. Uh, thank, thank God for the sun. Yes. So my next question is, what turns you off in this world? Mm. Um, I guess I'm going to bring it back to people, like like bad attitudes, like people who are decidedly, decidedly upset or decidedly in a bad mood. No, no, we do not have time for that, especially now. No bad vibes. <laughs> Hell fucking yes. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? Um, the uh, pe- people's voices. I think the voice is like so versatile and it can sound like so many different things and um, it can be really soothing. Oh, yes. I think both of us have great voices. And uh, <laughs> it's just distinct. You know, what's funny. I don't when I'm on dating apps and uh, like if, if somebody asks what I do, I tell them sometimes I do a podcast, but I don't necessarily I would rather them later on know I have a podcast because what if you hate me and you know what my show is and you start a <laughs> hate campaign against me. <laughs> right. But there was one situation. It's always funny that brought up and, you know. When they ask what's my podcast, I really shouldn't lie. So I never lied with that. But, you know, I'm always get to, all right, I'm going to tell them. I hopefully they don't, hopefully I don't have bad vibes with them. Right. And, and it's always funny. They can hear my voice before anything else. And uh, uh-huh. <laughs> no one, at least, you know, to, t- to come to think of it, I never, I haven't really dated, I haven't really dated anyone who since my podcast started. So, um, but I definitely have told a few people on those apps where it is. And, uh, well, didn't work those times, but um, but it will. It will very soon. It will very soon. I think. I think that's such an interesting thing. Like, like who else? Who else gets to gets to see like that that side of someone before they date them? Like yeah. the way the way you put yourself out here with the with this work. Like that's that's pretty cool and pretty brave. Oh, thank you. Um, it's I'm just showing me. I'm confident who I am, and I know somebody will like me for me. And I think that's the was a special dating lessons. And I actually had a relationship coming into the pandemic that ended, and um, and that was that was just these intense lessons that I'm sure both of us learned from it. So, yeah. um, but it was for the better in that. And uh, it's it oh, it yeah. is a crazy time. You know, there's just one situation. I one we didn't mesh well. Oh, didn't well not well. It, nothing was bad. We just didn't mesh. Um. And pretty much I just I just would stop talking 
And she said this really weird joke that I don't even remember, but I wasn't offended by the joke. I was just like, this convo really isn't going anywhere. So, um, oh, well. So she actually found. So I said the podcast, she found the podcast and oh, no. I have my, you know, on the, especially on the website, I have my resume on there because if you want to see and they can call and contact me and I get this sure. text from this random number. I think her name was like Victoria. Hey, Vic, Matt is Victoria. I just wanted to say, um, Hey, I, I know I said that joke, but I just didn't want to make ill will and end on bad terms. You found my number to text me that and everything. So wow. I, so I first thought, okay, maybe she really wants to talk to me because yeah. she has to find it. So I said, so, Hey, oh, I just, Hey, so what's going on? What are you up to? How's your day? She's like, Oh, this doesn't change anything. I just want to say sorry for that. <laughs> I was like, man, wow. I not have, that's what I get for responding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, like we always, like we always say on to the next one. And then as we both said, there's someone better, 10 times better than makes us get the ultimate vibes. 10 times better, at least. Absolutely. So with that, what sound or noise do you hate? Ooh, uh, sound or noise do I hate? Um, like, like mouth sounds. Mm. <laughs> like, I know, like, like people like, like, this is a good one. <laughs> um, I just think it's obnoxious. Definitely. Sometimes when you're near people who have intense PDA go action going on, he's like, good for oh, you. No. Good for you. But you know, good for it, you. you could just do it in a. Another room, <laughs> our way. <laughs> I think so too. So, my next question can't be a different answer because you kind of answered already, but it could be different. But uh, what is your favorite curse word? We know your favorite uh, word is fuck, uh, but is there a right. different curse word? <clears throat> curse word. It could be the same as well. I, I definitely say, I mean, <clears throat> favorite word was fuck, but. I think shit comes out of my mouth more often. <laughs> at, like shit is it shit is another good one. Yeah. Um and I think it's a little bit more immediate uh as far as like what what I'm gonna say when something something goes wrong. Look at that, look at that. Shit. I definitely say shit a lot myself. <laughs> <laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Ooh, well, if we're considering my profession, I wear so many hats, Matt. <laughs> um, let's so so I'll I'll count out I'll count out sex work, and I'll count out being a barista, and I'll also count out being a, a dancer slash performer. Yes. Um, so out of those three, what would be that fourth hat that you would <laughs> add on to you? Other than those things. Um, I, God, that's such a, that's a really good question. Um, I feel like, I, I feel like I'd work in nightlife. Mm. Be like, like a, a promoter All or, right. or, or like a, like a PR manager or, you know, something, something, something in the social realm. 
Hey, it's never too late for that too. You could totally add that extra hat. I can add that on there. I absolutely could. We need a lot of new clubs and bars to open very soon. So we know who we're going to. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm your girl. So having said that, what profession would you not like to do? Oh, and I mean, anything, anything that, that requires like, like physical labor, manual labor, not for me. My, my dad did it all his life is still doing it. Um, and it just doesn't, doesn't look good on you after, after like a couple decades. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. But it really hey. wears you down. What a time, what a time for him, but it's got to be done though. I, I totally, I totally think, believe that, that some, you know, somebody has got to do it, but not me. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that too. You know, I've definitely had my fair share doing physical jobs too, especially the ones when I'm a PA on set as well. And uh, yeah, I just figure my talents are better with my brain use. Yeah. So my final question for today Ty, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Um, um, oh my God, what do I want him to say to me? What do I want her to say to me? Um, I don't know. Um, good job, sis. You did it. <laughs> yes that's a great answer that's a congrats. great answer <laughs> congrats i don't know <laughs> i love it i love it ty you are one incredible person thank you for sharing your story thank you for being you let's definitely do this again soon and just thank you so much for the great vibes great stories and uh being an amazing guest seriously Anytime, Matt. Yeah, and feel free once this in a non-COVID world. Help show me more things in New York City and other on Yeah. Time, so and again, Definitely. if you if you want to subscribe to Ty's OnlyFans, go to OnlyFans.com, type in Heart of Ty and check out the amazing content she is providing there. So again, that is the amazing Ty Heart. Thank you so much again for being an amazing guest. I will talk to you really, really soon. Thank you, Matt. Bye. Have a good day. Now, that was a great productive conversation. Thank you, Ty. Thank you so much for your energy. Thank you for coming off for another classic episode. Thank you for bringing us into your world, giving perspective on the OnlyFans movement and your career as a dancer and doing the right thing. So, Ty Hart, thank you so much for coming off for an amazing podcasting experience. Just some reminders, don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube, and feel free to leave a review. Also, don't forget to check us out on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com and check out all exclusive content regarding our incredible podcast, the amazing guests we have, and the fun we always strive to be experiencing. You can check out all our podcasts, all our videos, 
We have blogs there, and we also have our merchandise store as well. Don't forget to check out the Productive Conversations podcast website, ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And speaking of the merchandise just mentioned, our merchandise store is available. Whether in the episode description below or check out ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com slash merchandise, you can see all the amazing things we have to offer and sell to you thanks to our friends at Zazzle. Because of Zazzle, we're able to sell amazing apparel with the Productive Conversations logo on it, office supplies, stationary items, comfortable, comfortable sweaters. We have sturdy bags. We have stickers masks, all of that. Thank you, Zazzle, for making it all possible. Again, go to ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com slash merchandise or go check out the link in the episode description page and you will see all the incredible things we have to offer in our merchandise store. And don't forget to check us out on social media. Check us on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, on Twitter at Prod Convo Pod, on TikTok at Productive Conversations. And we are striving in the social media world. And don't forget to check us out over there. We will be back here this Monday, March 15th, with the great Kaylin Williams on the Productive Conversations Podcast. I met her on Tinder. Former Tinder matches. We knew we would never meet. And well, or I should say it was very difficult to meet because of our distance, but we still enjoyed podcasting and talking. And well, she also pitched me this idea for something called Shot of Reality, which is an advice segment, which will be featured on a month to month basis on the Productive Conversations podcast. So Kaylin Williams will be on this Monday to talk with me about advice. We'll talk about sex a lot. We'll talk about uh, understanding relationships and understanding this crazy world we live in. Me and Kaylin Williams on the Productive Conversations podcast this Monday, and she will be introducing the Shot of Reality segment. And we also have David Bach on this Thursday, March 18th, as well as our March Madness preview show. So we'll double dip with that. And we have David Bach talking on Thursday as well about his YouTube show known as Fresh Faces New Ideas, where Bach talks about politics and sports and a lot of other great commentary on things. So we have a good week ahead. Kaylin on Monday, Bach and Talking College Hoops on Thursday, and we will see if we have a special guest. We originally did have someone planned, uh, but they just told me as I'm recording this that they might not be able to do it, so we will improvise and see what we can do from there. But we will have a college show regardless. What can I say? This is for the greatest listeners and fans in the world. Thank you for making this show possible. I love each and every one of you, and I will continue to work my heart out for the greatest fans and listeners in the world. So, great week ahead. Great week this week. I can't thank my guest, Ty Hart, enough for the incredible appearance she had. Don't forget, if you want to check out her OnlyFans account, just go to OnlyFans.com slash Heart of Ty and check out what she has to offer there. We will see you on Monday. We will have a great weekend. Let's go, Hartford Hawks. Bring it home, baby. Get into the March Madness tournament. And with that, just continue to be safe, enjoy the nice weather, and always do the right thing. My name is Matt Brown. I love each and every one of you. And go out there and have a weekend like no other. I believe in you. Peace.